Some say money cannot buy you love or happiness. It cannot buy you safety, security, or even knowledge. Money may not be the most important thing in the world, but in today's world, it is hard to have the most important things in life without it. Money allows you to buy food to relieve your hunger, water to quench your thirst, or books to nourish your brain. It even allows you to show your love and compassion by providing essentials to those in need, especially during this pandemic. You see, the importance of money is not determined by its nature, but by what it allows you to do with it. If you're ready, let's talk about money, shall we? Hello everyone and welcome back to our podcast. If you are new here, my name is Madame V and I share my thoughts on various topics one episode at a time. I post a new episode every Sunday, so please feel free to follow this channel. For those of you who are now following this podcast, a big, big thank you to all of you. I really appreciate you following this channel, and I'm glad that you find your episodes interesting and worth listening to. If you have special requests for topics or you just want to send me a message, please feel free to email me at kwentuhan.karunungan.gmail.com. So today's topic is a special one. This episode is actually the first of a series of special episodes on money or personal finance. Our topic for today is called from one of the books that I've read about the subject. Well, sa dami ng binasa kong book about managing money, I found this book which is a classic one as one of the best if not the best books available on personal finance. If you happen to know about this book already, I hope I can refresh your memory on the nuggets of wisdom this book has to offer. The book I'm referring to is The Richest Man of Babylon by George S. Clayson. Unlike some books which lay down the principles in a sort of journalistic kind of way, this book will actually teach you these money principles through a story, medyo olden times and setting, but the principles laid down in the chapters are applicable even in this modern age. So let's go through the three nuggets of wisdom which I was able to get from the richest man of Babylon. There are actually more than three, but let me share with you one of the first three in my list. I wish I discovered and learned these three nuggets of wisdom earlier in my life. But then again, it's never too late naman to adopt these principles to properly manage our finances moving forward. So our first nugget of wisdom is pay yourself first. Bayaran mo muna ang sarili mo bago mo gastusin ang pera mo at ibigay mo sa iba. Normally, if we receive income either from our work or business, or whatever source, what we do is we create a budget by enumerating our monthly expenses and then deduct them from our income. And then if there's still something left, that's what we consider as our savings. Well, hindi pala dapat kanya ng strategy. Dapat pala, you set aside a portion of your income first. So in effect, you pay yourself first. And then whatever remains, that's what you will apportion or allocate for your monthly expenses. That way, you are assured of a growing pot of money as time progresses, and you will not end up spending all of your money. No question, how much should you set aside? According to the book, ideally, you should set aside not less than 10% of your earnings. But you can actually adjust this percentage according to your own circumstances. You can even increase this threshold if you want. Allocating a portion of your income as part of your savings already even before you start to spend even a single centavo, conditions your mind 
that you only have the remaining amount as your disposable income. Example, if you're earning 10000 a month, set aside 1000 already for yourself. Place it in a safe place like a bank account or a piggy bank. And then the 9000 remaining will be used for your monthly expenses. Ang maganda kasi dito, you will be forced to trim down your expenses to only 9000 or even less. You'll be surprised that your creative side will emerge and you will make do with that limited budget. Lalo na tayong mga Filipino, may kasabihan tayo, di ba, na kapag may siyang kumot, matuto ka mamaluktot. nag adjust kasi tayo sa kung magkano lang yung alam natin na pera na meron tayo. And also, if you regularly do this, hindi mo mamamalayan na after 10 months, you actually set aside a month's worth of your salary. Para ka nang may 30th month pay. And maybe as an additional measure, you can actually put your money somewhere where you cannot easily withdraw or get it for spending, like a time deposit or kahit na regular bank account lang na may passbook pero walang ATM ha. So it will be less accessible to you when you feel the urge to spend. But I started doing that for my savings and it actually helps. I immediately transfer a portion of my salary in a checking account para hindi ko siya mag-aso sagad. Before, I set aside about a third of my salary. But that was before I invested in real estate, so now medyo mas maliit na lang siya. But still, I consciously remind myself to automatically transfer a portion of my salary into a separate account. So the second nugget of wisdom is to seek counsel from the experience. This second nugget can be interpreted in many ways. It can refer to seeking advice on where you intend to invest your money or being careful on who to trust and part your money with. So for instance, in the book, one of the characters gave his money to an acquaintance who enticed him to do business with him by selling precious stones. Eh hindi naman yun ang kanyang core business. So naturally, naubos na yung pera niya nang wala siyang nakapala. So, if you plan to invest your money in something, like business, the book teaches you to make sure that the people you will entrust your money to are competent to conduct the business you are investing in. That's one perspective. The other perspective naman is to be careful on who to seek financial advice from. If you plan to seek advice on money matters, like what's the best thing to do with your extra money, should you be investing on stocks or UITFs or bonds or leaks or other instruments, you do not ask that from your manikurista or your kumare or even your physician because chances are they are not well-equipped to provide you sound advice on the matter. Alas na lang siguro sideline na nila mag-manicure or pagiging doctor and are really financial advisors per profession. So consult a trusted financial advisor or maybe someone who has been doing that kind of a business you're interested in, and they have done so for a long time, and they have done so successfully. So they've already gained knowledge in conducting that business. Wag yung kusina-sina lang yung hinihinian mo ng advice. Third, and last, let your money work for you. So this last tip or nugget of wisdom is how to grow more money. According to the book, you have to look at your money as an army of workers and their goal is to work for you so you can earn more money. So aside from actively working hard for your money, you should also make your money work hard for you 
so you can earn more money and that money, no? <laughs> Ito yung tinatawag nilang passive income. Sino ba naman na ayaw kumita ng pera na walang effort? Pero yung legal, ha? Ito yung sikreto rin ng mga mayayaman because what they do is they make their money, grow more money for them. According to the book, you look at every peso you have as capable of earning more money for you. And if it does earn more, example, in the form of an interest, you continuously invest not only the original amount, but you include the interest it already earned. So, imagine, if you started with a pot of money of 1,000 pesos, and then you invested that, and it earned 10% interest in one month, that means your money will grow from 1,000 to 1,100 because you earned 100 pesos. But what the book reminds us to do is to continue investing our money. So that means the whole 1,100 pesos should be invested on it so it can earn a bigger interest the next time. Imagine if you invest your 1,100 pesos and that again earns 10%, you'll have 1,210 pesos on the second month. So the second month, you earn now 110 pesos. That's 10 pesos more than if you only invested 1,000 pesos and spent already the original 100 pesos as interest. So ang strategy is to let your money work tirelessly for you. Do not take out the interest you already gained from your investment because that way your money will grow faster through accumulation. Now, cumulative interest is possible in certain investments and it's important to choose the right investment for you. Pero cautious ka lang ha, you should not go for easy money. Temper your greed kasi if you invested in shady investments promising you high returns in so short a time, you might end up losing all of your money, which happened to some people. Remember, if the offer sounds too good to be true, it might not be true. Do not be lured by scammers who prey on the greedy and want easy money. Study your investments very carefully. That ends today's special episode on money, particularly on personal finance. I'll share the next set of nuggets of wisdom from the richest man of Babylon in other episodes. I'll even share some ideas from other books like those written by Robert Kiyosaki, who has also written several books on personal finance. But before I end this episode, let me again leave you with a quote, this time from Brigham Young. If you wish to get rich, save what you get. A fool can earn money, but it takes a wise man to save and dispose of it to his own advantage. Until our next episode, 